Hey everybody, welcome to this Board Game Life episode number 56 titled Upgrades and Awards. This is a show about tabletop gaming, board games, card games, any kind of games you want to talk about, anything we want to talk about. I am one of your fine hosts for today. My name is Rob, also known as Rob. <laughs> sort of like what we said in the other other show. Uh-huh. And then with me as always that that wonderful little laugh right there that you just heard. That's my good buddy, Mark. Also known as Mark. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm known Mark. I'm known as Mark to my friends, and I'm also known as Mark at the table. <laughs> and in other places, you're known as your highness, your majesty, <laughs> your excellence. <laughs> or depending on the game, the big loser. Oh, man, I can tell you. I got a story for you today but uh, oh, i'm we'll looking forward it. to it well why don't why don't we why don't we fire it up let's uh let's talk about what we've been going to the table here i'll start it off this time okay um only got two things down um i'm actually lucky to have gotten these two things down just with busy weeks some travel and other other issues and stuff like that that have been going on um got the old favorite azul this is uh I think I got to bring it uh, every time now because, uh, which is fine. I, you know, that's a, that's a two-edged sword, right? Because when you're full into the hobby, you always want to play something new. At least right. I do. Do, do. Do you feel the same way? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I mean. Uh, well, because we buy all these games, we got to play them, right? Exactly. Like, you're always <laughs> excited to try something. And I remember. <laughs> I, I remember back in the day, um, you know, when I when I would play with my wife, it would be like we have to play a couple of games of something that she knows, which was usually Ascension, which led into a couple of games. That's a good game, by the way, card game, draft uh, deck building game. Um, and then we could do something new. And it's like, oh, but you're just itching. You're just itching to get that new thing down. <laughs> Yeah. But uh, but yeah, I was gonna say it's it's like a double edged sword because you you don't when you play with people that aren't full on into the hobby but they're open to playing and they're open to learning new things. It's like I feel you don't want to alienate them. You, you know what I mean? It's like because for some people, learning new stuff all the time is just a burden it's like a chore they can't handle it so so azul is a favorite everybody knows so there is that too (laughs) right everybody knows it so you can just play which is nice which that actually now that i think about it i I hadn't thought about that there's something to be said for that of just taking the game out everybody can help you set it up right Yep. They don't you don't need to look at the rules. You can everybody just does their thing. They set up their area, they help set up the the factory display, and then you just play. That is nice. ch- Yeah. So there there is that. And then uh I I brought over uh an oldie but a goodie. It's a game called Santiago de Cuba. So this is a game. So there's a game called uh, Cuba, Cuba, uh, that came out a while, long time ago. Because Santiago de Cuba came out like 12 years ago, 13, 10, 11, like more than 10 years ago. 
And it was one of like when I first started playing it, it, this is one of the games that I really remember when I first started building out my, uh, my collection, my library, whatever you want to call it, my, my games. And, um, and it was, it was a lot of fun. It was actually like seeing an old friend, you know, you know what I mean? It's just like right. this game. It's, it's light, it's easy to teach and it's just a good game. And, uh, the, the gist of this game is there's a, um, there's ships that come in, uh, into port and you have a vehicle that you go around. I don't know if this would be considered a rondelle, but you go in a circle, uh, to these different spaces, which have, uh, different people. And these are tiles that get randomly put down. So the game's different every time. And depending on how far you want to go, it's like you can go to the next spot for free or you can pay uh, money, also known as pesos. <laughs> do you ever do that in games where I call all currency money? <laughs> you know, instead yeah. of pesos and lira and gold and whatever. I mean, although I say Money's. gold. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, money, money. But anyway, so um, you pay uh, pesos depending on how many, like if you want, if you don't want the next spot, if you want the spot like one down, you pay a peso to skip. And uh, so you really need to control like how far you go. And, um, you know, you might get different goods. There's like different, I'll call them actions on each person that you are each character tile that you land on. Um, so, you know, you might want to get like oranges or, um, you know, there might be some like exchange or whatever it is like, uh, you know, there may be something to do with money, something to do with like the goods, which are oranges, tobacco, and uh, there's one more, whatever the other one is, um, there's the goods. And so you're basically, collecting goods and when the car comes full circle in its clockwise circle it lands at the port and then when, when you're at the port then you can sell the goods that uh, the ship has and the ship has these dice so you roll these uh, dice so there's five dice to signify like the different goods and um you like let's say if you roll two oranges you know you or two on the orange die and it's there then the ship wants two oranges so you can supply those two oranges to the ship and then um you get money for that and then that die gets flipped to zero if you supply one then it goes from two to one because there's like a finite amount that it wants. And um, when you land on those different characters, there's a rose of different color that matches these buildings that are on the outside. So those are like special abilities, but you do exchanges and various things. So it's, it's a very simple game. It's basically, you know, go around in a circle 
with your uh, with the car. So you're pushing the car along, collect goods, collect money, you know, s- sell. I mean, cl- collect victory points, sell goods, and it's very simple and it's it's just fun. It's um, it's a very really good game. I highly recommend it. It's probably been long out of print. It is on. BGA or Yukata, one of the two sites has it. I, I know that they have it, and uh, it's it's a fun game, easy to pick up. Uh, I highly recommend it. So that's about it for me. I think. Um, yeah, yeah, I think that's it. How about you? Alrighty. So I got in. Where did I go? Where did it go? I lost it. Um, played some point salad. got to play several different games uh, of that here in the last couple of weeks. That's an oldie or it's a, no, it's not really oldie, but that's a good game. I like that it game. is. It's, it's actually a really great, especially like a starter. It's a good one for like when you're waiting for everyone for your game group to show up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also that we also play take five, got a couple of that in. Nice. Um, actually taught that one to my youngest son and my mother. Um, oh, and yeah. she liked it. So that's yeah. another one I can pull out with her. Mm-hmm. Um, my, one of my new favorites I got to play, I think twice in the last two weeks is planet unknown. Ooh. Absolutely love this game. And this, so the first couple of times I played, we played like the base corporations and the, and the kind of like the, all the same map, the planet map. Um, the last couple of times it's like, all right, we're going to try these different corporations so we're picking different corporations, which really changes how you play. And then trying different planets, which there's so many different, there's like all these different planets that you can play that have like some, like one's just like another, it's like an ice planet. So you, you kind of want to get a faction that needs a lot of water. And there's one that does a massive water track. So like, if you team those up, then that would be really good. Um, but, uh, then, but I I found uh, all these different corporations that you're picking have various you know pluses and minuses to them, and uh, I I found one that I really like, and I'm I'm wanting to play that one again. Um, but it's I really really love Planet Unknown. It is such a fantastic game. Um, I think what I love about it is I like placing the polyominoes um i love okay. the like when when you have more than two players so this is the game where all the polyominoes are in a lazy susan and mm-hmm. you put every player puts a little marker down in front of the lazy susan so then when it's spent so whoever is the first player for that round they spin the lazy susan and they can put it so that there's two trays to select from in front of them so they they find the piece they want, and then everyone else has to pick from the two that are in front of them. Um, and then you just have to find a place for it. Um, and it's it's just real interesting because like on the last game, people are like, okay, well, you know, stop giving Mark the um um oh, what was it? This the sieve, the sieve track that I was working on, because this this corporation I was using just that was the thing I could. I could rank up that simulation track, which allows me to get all these bonus cards really fast compared to the other players. But then I only have like one Rover. So as the meteorites are hitting, I don't have multiple Rovers to get and move around to get them off. So there's always a give and take. 
you know, um, to some of them, but I really did enjoy playing as that, that, uh, corporation. So I'm really looking forward to trying some of the others and see how they play and just on different planets that provide different obstacles, uh, or opportunities to play another way. Um, just, it's a great game. Um, I just, I'm, I, this is the one, if you remember, Rob, I bought this at Gen Con because it was there. I saw it, yep. but you and I are already, we missed the original Kickstarter yes. and we're both in the one now where they're doing the rerun of the, the original. Yep. Yeah. Reprint, but they're also including the Supermoon expansion. And then the reprint's going to have the cover for the lazy Susan, which is so much needed. <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta, because I store my box upright vertical, right? So mm-hmm. if I set it down horizontal, fine, it's, it's, everything's going to stay. But when you're traveling back and forth to a game store or something like that, the pieces fall out. So I, I really be happy with the new one with the, having that cover. But I was like, I shouldn't buy this. I'm already in it, but it was something I was really interested in. I do not regret buying this game. I have played it several times i'm gonna get to play it a lot more before the new one comes in don't Um, burn yourself out on it oh i won't i won't it's not yeah it's it's not something i'm playing every week but it's one that it's like i'm super happy to get to the table so and thankfully my gaming group likes it too so um awesome game love it um one that will make you probably smile and i remember telling you about this so um i think it was two weeks ago um, yeah, it was two weeks ago at a gaming night. Um, someone broke broke out Orleans, yep. and or as he said, Orleans, no, or, Orleans. No. Oh yeah, the there's a lot of people who go Orleans, Orleans. That's yeah, or, Orleans. That's Orleans. how we we're we're in America. We mispronounce everything. Yeah. Well, he was like Nolens for like New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nolens. But um, I really did like the game. I, I, it really, and I, I was kind of surprised that I liked it because there's it, to me, it's a lot, it, it really reminded me of castles of Burgundy and I know all the experts out there be like, they're not even close. I know I'm the noob, but there was things about it that just, it made me think of, uh, castles of Burgundy mm-hmm. and I, and I did enjoy that and I really liked this one. And so I ended up it's, buying it. I think they came out around the same time or I think. Orleans came out slightly after. So yeah, maybe that's something. I mean, there's a lot of different things. I think oh, it's yeah. just, I mean, they're not the same game at all, but no, it, no. there was just it, maybe, I don't know. There was just something about, I think it was more of like, cause you got goods and stuff like that. And maybe the, the, the look of the board and I know maybe the, the, the theme or the, yeah. I don't know. It, it just, there was something about it. that kind of made me feel kind of like that, but it is, it's very different. But I ended up buying a copy of the game, and when I got it, I ended up uh, looking on was it Meeple Source? <laughs> uh oh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, so I have replaced <laughs> <laughs> all the cardboard components. <laughs> oh man! Um, and I now have coming from Europe because I couldn't get any for here. I have metal coins coming <laughs> to replace the cardboard coins. That's too game. funny. But instead of a little piece of cardboard, 
with a little picture of wine on it. I actually now have a little wine bottle, like all these little wine bottles <laughs> <laughs> and all these little bundles of silk. <laughs> <It's tough. laughs> I'm like, it really makes the game so much more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I, I got all that stuff in. I'm just waiting on my coins, but I'm really looking forward to getting that game to play that game again. I really did enjoy it, but it, it took me a while to, catch on and i i made i made some pretty dumb mistakes um but again it's like it was i was very overwhelmed the first time of what's going on but it was like one of these it's like what i liked about it was like at the end of it i was like i actually did pretty good for my first Mm -hmm. time Uh, my daughter killed us she kicked everyone's butt my daughter is so friggin' smart and good at these things she'd never played it either and she just annihilated everyone she just picked it up quick Oh yeah. She's really good at stuff like that. I mean, she's really good at deck builders. Um, but, um, yeah, she, she, she liked it. So we'll, we'll be, I know I'll, we'll be playing it when she comes home from college. So we'll break that out at least, uh, at least, uh, at the Christmas time and in the summertime. <laughs> yeah. But, um, fun game. Um, and then yeah, I yeah. also, I took her to college week and a half ago. And, uh, while we were there, I didn't, I forgot to pack a game and she was like, well, we need to play a game. So I ended up going, we went into the, the, the university store there and they actually had a board game section, which like, of course I stopped in and she's like, dad, we're not here for that. I'm like, yeah, but look at them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pretty good selection. I was really surprised. Um, what that, it was a big campus store too. They had all kinds of stuff in there, but they had board games, but I ended up buying a star flux so that we had something to sit down on my last day there. And we sat in a little student union, there area, the, and, okay. uh, just played, played some of that. Um, I got to play some more star Trek panic. Um, it's very much like castle panic. It's just the star Trek version of the game from what I understand. Um, it's a fun one. Uh, we played some just one, which is a, f- a fun party game. That's where everybody like, so one person picks a card. They don't look at it. And there's five topics, like five subjects on, on one side of the card, numbered one to five. The person that doesn't, that picks the card just says a number and they don't know what they're picking. Everyone else sees it and they got to write down just one word that is a clue on their little placard. Then the person that's got a guess looks away. Everyone else shares their placards with each other. Anything that matches goes out. You, If you match with someone else, you don't get to share your clue. So then it's whatever's left. And then once you've got no matching clues, the person looks and they get to see the clues and they got to try to figure out the word. Um, it's really fun. Played some more bang the bullet and, uh, Oh, that game is so much fun too. I love that card game. Um, I was stuck as the sheriff this time and I really thought I knew who my deputy was and it turned out to be wrong. <laughs> so there was this lady next to me and right off the bat, she's like, all right, sheriff. All right, boss, let's, t- let's do this. And it's like, well, you don't know who your deputies are, right? No one knows who the deputies are. So I really thought it was a ploy that she was probably the renegade and just trying to talk it up. I thought it was part of her strategy. And one of the other players who turned out to be an outlaw was feeding me good cards. And, and I'm like, so I really was in a pickle. I didn't know, but 
like the lady next to me never did attack me, but she didn't really do anything to help me where the other guy was seemingly helping, but turns out he was sending me stuff that he figured would look like I was, that he was helping, but it wasn't anything that was going to really affect him, but it would throw me off. And it did like you rotten, dirty thing. (laughs) Yeah. Cause at the end I was just like, at one point I was like, Oh, as soon as someone went out, it's like, okay, now I know who everyone is. And then like two rounds later, I was like, crap. I don't know if that's my deputy. I, you know, so I really was just like, didn't know. And I got taken out, but, and it turned out the lady that said next to me and said she was my deputy was, <laughs> she's mm-hmm. like, and I was like that. And I said, yeah, but a renegade would say that too, trying to make me think that, you know, so I don't come after you, you know? Was, yeah. <laughs> and there's so much table talk going on all the time and people trying to throw each other off. So I really thought she was lying. <laughs> <laughs> trust no one trust no one exactly um i got to play some more gloomhaven um that is turning out that's a lot of fun uh i am enjoying that um how far along are you guys i think we're about i think we just unlocked like the 10th was it okay. the 10th, 10th mission? So you're 10% uh, through the game. Almost. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. It is fun. It's getting, but I, I, as I was driving home the other day, I was just like, I don't know if I've got the stamina to play this this long because it really, I don't know. For me, I'm getting the feeling that it's just, it is the same thing over and over and over and over. And I know it's going to change and you, the, the the monsters will get harder and there's different kinds. And at some point I'm going to end up losing my character, which kind of sucks. Like you end up having, you have a retirement goal. And when your character does a certain thing, they actually retire and you basically take on a new character. And I'm not exactly sure how that works because it's like, well, is that a brand new level one or do, because you don't know till you open up what they tell you to open up and you pick a new character. So I'm hoping they're a little higher, a little further along and come with some XP already there. And and I don't have to start from level one again, but um, the thought I had was this game is, it takes a long time to play and you're setting all this stuff up, but you're essentially doing the same thing every single time. And maybe that, maybe the same could be said for some of these other games that we play, right? Yeah. But I, I, I'm like with well, I think it's 95 main missions, and yes. not even counting like how many side missions there are, or redos, um, or redos exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, knock on wood, we've been able to survive. We we the very first mission we failed first time and i know what i was doing wrong and i was so I, and that was a learning game for me the others were getting refreshed and since then it's we have not lost a match we haven't lost a game yet we haven't had to repeat something but it's gotten pretty close <laughs> 
Um, we've had a couple where it's like, wow, that was easier than we expected. And some were just like, I don't know if we're going to make it. Um, but, um, it, it's just like, I don't know, you, you spawn in a room and you, you clear out what's there. You go open a door, you go into the next room and it just, it's kind of, I don't know. It just feels like, are we going to do this for the next year or two? You know, um, I'm, I'm, it made me question if my interest will hold that, that was, I guess my thought. Yeah. Don't that know is a if commitment. Gonna, yeah. Yeah. Especially when you've got a steady stream of new stuff coming in. That's that's well, a problem. We, we do have a night dedicated to it, and yeah. it's just the same four of us. So, and we are playing it. Um, now we won't be playing for like next two weeks because one of our players is gone. But uh, you know, so we will get breaks in between. But uh, I don't know. It was just when I left, I was just like, yeah. I think the last time I played just didn't feel as exciting. Um, but I also seem to have, I, I don't know if I just, if it was the match, I just couldn't seem to do anything. I had a, my character had a really kind of a down night where I didn't, I couldn't seem to do much. Um, and, and maybe that was it, or maybe I was just an off night or just tired, you know, it could be any of those things, but just going home, I was just like, am I really going to play this for two years? <laughs> so, but I'm not going to back out. I'm going to keep going because this, this is, this is my group. And these are, I really do like the people that I'm playing this game with. So, but man, it, it is definitely, uh, that's a time suck right there. Yeah. Like nothing I've ever experienced. Um, let's see what else. Okay. So I got two more games to talk about. So one of them is going to go into I put this as like a topic but I'm going to I'm going to kind of jump into that with this. Okay. Don't buy into the award-winning hype. Okay? Public service <laughs> announcement. <laughs> Cuz this next game was like a winner at the Spiel whatever Dejar whatever this year. And I don't remember which one it was. It was probably the Kinderspiel or something, probably the kitty game, but I really regret buying this game. But I finally got challengers to the table with really? my group last night. Okay. And I was telling the guys, I'm like, this sucker's going to Goodwill tomorrow. <laughs> like, I'm getting rid of this piece of crap. I did not like it. Um why? So I'm just curious. I haven't played it yet. So no, that's that's fine. I I I can't sit yeah. here and put a game down and then not give a reason why. So as I thought this would be a good game because especially in my gaming group, when you've got, you know, we can play up to eight people, I think. Because there's there's four playmats and you play two people at a time. So you can have basically and it's basically capture the flag. Um is what it is. It's like you're you're playing capture the flag with the person across from you in in this park. And it's a tournament style game. So you will play seven rounds and you'll rotate among the people, um, among the all the people in there. And they got these cards all set out for tournament style of however many people you have, here's who you're playing each round, and it's seven rounds. And then so the winner of the round gets a trophy. 
uh, on the back of the trophy is a, a, a random number. There's a whole bunch of trophies and you, you shuffle them all up. You, you sort them out by one through seven and then you shuffle those up and then you place them, um, on each park label, uh, seven on the bottom, one on the top. So the, the round seven gives basically will give more, more points or they're, they're fans is what it is. You know, like people, I got fans of your, of your team, right. Of your flag stealing team or whatever it's called. Um, so you're getting fans that enjoy your, like your team. So you're basically counting your trophies up at the end and however many fans you ended up getting. Cause you don't know what everybody's getting. It, it's basically they're, they're random. It's different. Not every number one trophy has the same number of fans on the back. They're all random. So depends on which park you played at, what random number you got. So I, now as I was watching and trying to learn how to play, I'm like, I realized very quickly that I don't think my gaming group's going to like this because there's really no strategy to this game at all. The strategy is when you start, you all start with, I think it was six or eight cards. Everyone has the same starter deck. And you there's three different decks of cards you can choose from, an A, a B, and a C. And it the card, the tournament card in the round tells you how where which deck you can pull from. So on round one, everybody's pulling from you pull five cards from deck A, and then you you pick two to keep, and then you you discard the rest, right? And as you go up to the later rounds, you can pick from groups B and C. And there's one part where it's like, I think it's round three. You can pick either two cards from the A group or one card from the B group. Um, and so it's now you're, um, or you can keep two cards. You're still drawing five, but you can keep two from the A group or only one from the B group because the B group cards are a little bit better than the A. Okay, and then when you get like round six and seven, you're now starting to select cards from the C group, which are the best cards in the game. So they have different abilities and they'll do different things. But the problem is you pick the cards you want, you shuffle up your hand and you place it face down in front of you. And you just play a card. You just start flipping the top card. Um, and then you're basically... So the first player there, you flip the little flag in the middle. It has a like a, a white side and a dark side. And that lets you know which team goes first. So they put one card out. It doesn't matter what number it is. It could be number one. They capture the flag. So they're the flag holder. Then the next person across from them has to basically match that number or beat it. Okay. Um, so soon as they pull a one. So say the person had a three. So I might flip a card and it's a one. Might flip another card, it might be another one. And I flip a third card. Okay, so now I got a one or whatever. Now I've got them. We'll say I got three. So now I take the flag. That card they had goes into their bench. The bench can only hold, I think, like seven cards. So a way of losing is filling up your bench and not being able to bench another card or not having any cards left in your deck to continue trying to recapture the flag. But you are, there's no strategy because you can like, ooh, this card looks good. I'll pick this one. But you never know when it's going to come up. You can't stack your deck to kind of 
be like, well, let me put this card first. Let me, you know, you can't shuffle your deck in a way that you want it to play. It's a completely random thing. Okay. And it's just like, I think that kind of sucks. I I think it'd been a I think the game would be better if you had the cards in your hand and you could play what you wanted when you wanted. I think that would make it a much better game. Um, do you ever play war just like with a base, base basic set of cards? That's yeah. essentially what this is. It's war. Mm-hmm. You have no control other than picking cards that hopefully might come out at the right time. Like I had one, it's like, oh, you can pull two specific cards off your bench and put them back in your deck, which is great. That clears your bench out and it gives you cards back in to keep playing. But on one of the rounds, that card came up first. Well, I'm like, these other cards aren't even played yet. They're not on the bench. It totally wasted that card. It completely negates it for the whole round now. That's like, well, that sucks. So it's just like, it's very much luck. And I just thought this was dumb. <laughs> it just God. wasn't. It just wasn't. Ah, the other the others that were playing, I, I don't think, I think they were, <laughs> they didn't say anything bad about it. <laughs> and they were up to learn something new and they hadn't played it either. But yeah. Um, and one of the guys was like, well, you know, at least it's a good, uh, something you can pull out, play rather quickly. And, I mean, we played through a whole tournament. Now, the weird thing about it was we only had, there was only three of us that uh, last night that that were able to play out of my game. It's group. It's normally like six or seven of us on Mondays. So we only had three of us. So there is a robot player. Um, so you can play against a, um, like an auto play. So they do have that in there. So one of us was always playing against the quote, the robot. And, um, Freaking time. First time I played that, I lost to the freaking robot. I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I didn't win of capture the flag until the sixth round. And then I won six and seven. Uh, and, and it was funny because of the other two guys, they, they had taken a lot of wins. I only had two total. Well, because I won in the sixth and seventh round, I had a lot of fans and I beat one of the other guys who had a lot more trophies than me, but he had one earlier round, so he didn't get as many fans. So then it was me and another guy in the final. We play one more last game uh, with our built decks, and then he beat me. Um, but I just, the game just wasn't fun. Yeah. I think for younger kids, um, the idea of like, ooh, I've got this team of dinosaurs and we're coming after you and we're going to take on your team of whatever, you know, I don't know. It's, it's what doesn't even work quite like that, but it, it's, I think for the little, I think for younger kids, it's probably fun because it is very easy, but for, yeah, for adults, I would say avoid this thing. And that's where I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. What, and, and I guess, you know, maybe I'm, I maybe I'm wrong. I might be wrong in saying don't buy into the award-winning hype. Because I do think that this game was a like a family award winner. No, no, that was Dorfmanic. This was the Kenner Spiel, which is kind of like the it's like the hobbyist game. It's like a little it's 
little harder, like a little meatier than the regular. Oh, this was not, I don't think this was hard or meaty at all. Yeah. I, I, so maybe, maybe I'm, maybe I'm right. I don't know why this thing won. I I just don't think it warrants it. (laughs) You know, so when they choose those awards there, there's like so many different aspects that they look at and, you know, it's everything from, you know, how it plays, how easy it is to pick up. Is it interesting? You know, the no. mechanics of the game and everything. Yeah, it's. It's, it's, it's just. Yeah. There's no. I, there's just no strategy to either. It's like you're not playing. The only thing you do is you pick the cards. And that's it. You are. It's a complete luck on if your cards are how your cards are randomly stacked against your opponent and that's it mm-hmm. it's just like well, what's the point yeah i'm you looking know? at i'm looking at a synopsis of the game and they list off like the good it's quick to teach no downtime so there is that right it it's, everyone's playing yeah. at the same time that yeah. is a nice thing about it artwork great components and accessible so it could be family or a party game the bad um, i guess two player and solo game is not good and it's very luck driven but i would say like with because i know a lot of people don't like luck driven games like they don't feel like they have control right because in most games you do have control right with you choose what components you want, you know, unless somebody else takes it. Right. But you, you know, you choose what you get and you, you know, play whatever the pieces are in a certain way. So you have that choice. And I really think in luck driven games, and I don't know if I would really call it luck. It's, it's to me, it's more like real life. (laughs) You have no control over certain things and, and you have to make the best of it. Right. So, you know, like, uh, it's like, you, you know, every day you can't make the best of it. That's the thing. Yeah. And that's, I think the problem. And that's a great analogy, mm-hmm. but you have, there's, there's nothing you can do. Once your cards are shuffled, that's it. And so even if you have a great deck, you could still lose. There's there's nothing you can do. And mm-hmm. I think that's just why it was like, this is just not fun. It's a deck builder that you can't actively play the cards you want. Yeah. I think this could have been a much better game if you had your cards in front of you and when and and whoever goes first decides what they're gonna put down. And then you basically are built because then it's like, okay, well, I want to save this guy to pull these guys back off my bench. I want to play this guy at a certain time. That makes it more, I think, where you have control and more sense to building, picking the cards you want. Otherwise, you're like, yeah, this will be great if it works. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it's not going to play out that way. Yeah. Because it is it is luck. Mm-hmm. So... I don't recommend it. I give it a thumbs down. And wait, <laughs> I'm I'm on the hunt for something. I'm gonna fire you up. 
all really. Yeah. Challengers is the greatest game ever known to mankind. <laughs> find some review, right? 10 out of 10. No. <laughs> You're going to pick on one of the games I love. <laughs> no. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm not going to pick on it, but I'm going to fire you up. Okay. So challengers won Kinnerspiel. They are 2023. And it was up against Planet Unknown. Oh my god! <laughs> so Planet Unknown dude, lost you, to this game. <laughs> there's no, uh, dude. I oh man, I am so close to cursing. <laughs> oh man, I knew it. Are you serious? Are yeah, you? Yeah. Oh my gosh! No way. Planet Unknown is the winner. That game is so much better. How? Who? This was a, oh my gosh, dude! Someone paid him off. This 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 is rigged. This is fixed. The fix is in. There is no way Challengers wins over Planet Unknown. No way. Yeah. That's oh my gosh! I can't believe that's even factual. I oh that oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm done, Rob. I'm done. I'm ready to hang pack up, it, call tonight. Pack, I'm packing in. I'm gonna dump <laughs> all. So, I'm just gonna pack everything so into my truck. Go th- back to back into the freaking Goodwill tomorrow. Here you go. Here's my board game collection. Top it the off. Whole, the whole thing. <laughs> oh my gosh! Even Planet Unknown. <laughs> I'll keep that one. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's so wrong. I I'm I I don't even. Uh, Never mind. I'm floored, dude. I am absolutely floored by that. Yeah. We see there was. Uh... Do you own both these games? No, no. Oh. So I was looking at challengers, um, but then it was, yeah, it's. I mean, I love Z-Man games. At least I used to. And I used to pick up almost everything that they had, but uh, you know I've got Planet Unknown on the way, right? Because we That's both, right. That's we right. both kickstarted it or whatever platform that was. I don't remember. <laughs> it was Kickstarter, yeah. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> so oh Maybe here, it wasn't. so this is the jury statement on Challengers. Challengers offers a new, fresh concept that turns games night into an exciting and action-packed event all the way through the final duel between the two best players. Large groups in particular will enjoy the charged tournament atmosphere created as players continuously take on new foes and personal rivalries grow. The variety of possible combinations makes this challenge a real pleasure with a high level of replayability. So maybe is that it? I mean, does is this geared more towards like six, seven, eight players? What oh. a crock of crap. Nice. It, it, it doesn't, it wouldn't have mattered if we had all eight, all eight players. It's still the same problem that you have no control 
you pick the cards, but you don't have the ability to play them when they would make sense. It's mm-hmm. it's completely just up to the luck of the draw. That's it. It's just there's it's like I, again, like I kept thinking of war. Right, like right. war was great when I first was a little kid, you know. Sure. Because it was super easy. Ooh, I got a higher number and I win. Ooh, we got the same number. Ooh, yeah, draw three cards. Boom, 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 war. You know, it was a little excitement there. Until you match the cards and drop to draw the three and slam the one down to see who wins all that win all the cards. It was boring. And and it did get boring after you know, and it the game never quit. It's like it just went on and on and on. Obviously, this this group, they must have watched the the, the people from the, the who made the game acting like a bunch of fools to make it look like it was exciting. It is not <laughs> yeah. exciting. It, it was, it was boring. It was just not fun. I'm sorry. Planet unknown adds Good. in, and to me adds in new gameplay. It's also, everyone's playing at the same time. It, it adds in a lot of new things as well. And is so much better and is actually fun. Like it is a lot of fun and it's an easy game to learn. Do you want to hear the jury statement on that one? Oh, probably not. Okay. So just looking at planet unknown makes you want to get involved. The rotating resource supply promises the game will be a lot of fun and it delivers on that promise. The planetary jigsaw puzzle works just as well with two players as with six as all players take their turns at the same time. The unique combination of placing tiles and taking actions feels rewarding. The modular setup offers an elegant way to scale challenges for beginners as well as experienced players. Yeah. Would, yeah. would, you, would you agree with that? I absolutely that right on? agree with that, yes. Okay. okay. Planet Unknown mops the floor with with challengers if i'm I'm stating that planet unknown should have won that award i'll tell you that no because i think didn't we say because it was iki iki planet unknown and challengers for the kenner spiel and now i don't remember what i said which one would be the winner I think it was between Challengers and Planet Unknown, but I I would have thought that Planet Unknown was more of like a gamery game than it than is Challengers, but it is because yeah. it offered you so there's there you could probably say Planet Unknown has a little bit of luck because you are at the mercy of where the the, the lazy Susan gets turned, but you have options in front of you. And I've never not been able to play an option. You can still always play and still benefit from any, any of the tiles that are placed in front of you, mm-hmm. you know, so you can, it, it's not like a complete unknown and you can pick between two different tiles every time. So it's, um, you do have, much better control of what you're building, where you're doing it, how you're doing it, where, which um, corporation you pick and what kind of your goals are. 
um, and how you're trying to score points. Um, it's just, it's such a great game. It's absolutely a great game. I can't speak highly enough about Planet Unknown. Um, but, uh, yeah, Challengers is not it. It, it's, uh, it's up there with me and, and, you know, I know I'm one of these people that often doesn't like what the majority of people like, like my video game is kind of the same way. Um, I've never been a fan of, um, Bethesda games. You know, like yeah, uh, Elder Scrolls, you. And, but well, but that's that's a thing. I've just never been into like those true RPG games. Yeah, I'm, a, I'm more of a. But a lot of the games that I've loved have been one offs. Like they don't sell successfully. Like I still think the greatest 360 game ever is um, um, oh jeez, uh, John Woo's Stranglehold. Love that game. Absolutely love it. I wish they would make a remake of it or put out another one on modern consoles. I, I just loved that game. It was so much fun. Sure. Um, you know, I can, a uh, syndicate was another one and it wasn't the old syndicate game. It was the shooter version that came out on the 360. Um, I loved it, but again, those were, I played that over and over and over and over. Um, just, you know, I do play some of the popular stuff Now I do like Starfield. I've been playing a lot of Starfield, but it's, it's just not, uh, I find a lot of times some of my favorite games are things that are not commercially like considered the best, you know, they don't win games of the year and stuff like that. Um, so I guess this makes sense. This follows right in there. The game that wins the, the award <laughs> is like, whatever, it's garbage. And then the one that got oh, passed over is yeah. the greatest thing ever, you know? So yeah, sometimes uh, the stuff is a head scratcher, but there's lots of reasons why they choose that. I'm not just, I'm not trying to justify it. I'm just saying. No, I, I know. That's there, what they there's, say. Yeah. I'm sure some money changed hands. All right. Anyways, <laughs> um, exactly. on my last game that I played, yeah, um, okay. I did get to, so thankfully challengers was the first game of the night and that disaster got wiped out by a great game, which uh, was clank catacombs. So, um, the, all of us that played last night, it was the first time we've played the catacomb versions of clank and it was fantastic. I absolutely love this version of clank. Um, I've played the original now several times and I really do like it. But one of the, one of the kind of some of the feedback, one of the other guys that was here yesterday said he really liked that you don't have the whole map in front of you. Cause he, he always felt like you could kind of plan a path because okay. everything's always in the same, your artifacts are always in the same spots. Your markets in the same spot. Your, nothing changes. It's like, it's a, it's a, it's a, the map, the board is always the same, just like most board games. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, with this one, you start out with your starting tiles and there's, you don't know where the board's going to go it will be different every single time you play. And so you have to choose a path on a tile and then, okay, I'm going to go down this path. Then you grab a tile from the, the board, you flip it over and then you can orient that in any way. You can completely spin it in all four directions. So you can pick the path where you want it to go, but you don't know what it's going to be like, um, or what, what room you're going to end up in. Um, so and then as you flip a tile, it could be, you know, maybe there's an artifact 
somewhere. Well, the artifacts are randomly drawn from the pile. So it's not always like the 20 is always in the same spot. In fact, our 20, our, our highest artifact never came into the game last night. So, um, and it was really, and they had some new things like you can rescue prisoners, um, from jails, um, in the dungeons with keys. Uh, there's little keys that you get and you can earn more keys. You can spend keys to do different things. There's ghost cubes. So some of the tiles you could flip over might be haunted. Um, and then basically it puts a white cube in the bag, um, in the clank bag. And if that drawn out, all players take uh, health damage. So it it's, um, works against everyone. You don't want those in the bag. Um, there's just some new things, um, new ways to play. It's fantastic. I really did enjoy it. It's still Clank, um, yeah. but the main deck is... the. You still have the same starter cards that you, that you have in the original Clank game. Those are the same. Um, you can use the Adventuring Party Pack to play this up to six, which is great news because I have that. So... Um, I, I might just take this with me again tomorrow along with my my adventuring pack to so we can have six players um, play this tomorrow. Um, but it, it was a much more enjoyable game. Uh, you can really rack up a lot of points too. It didn't seem like the dragon was as brutal, but two of us still got taken out. The guy that had all the points man, he was just accumulating points left and right. And I actually, I, I had an option. I was in the safe zone. I got what I was. I was trying to get out. I was back in the safe area though. And I'm like, I knew the one guy had a ton of points and both the other guys were still what they called in the depths. So I'm like, I'm trying to get as many points as I can possibly do to get. And so I took a card from the marketplace, which meant I drew another card, which was a dragon attack. And it, I ended up pulling out enough cubes for myself and the guy that was in the lead to knock us both out. But that means he got zero points. So now that, so it was kind of worked in my favor because my points, I was still in the safe area. So my points were still counted. But then I, I then it was like, I got to get the other guy. He, you know, he had like another, turn yeah. and he, he made it out. He did, he did get knocked out right at the door. So he didn't escape, but he ended up with three points more than I did. <laughs> so had I been able to take both of them out, I would have won the game. Oh, wow. <laughs> they were in the depths. So, but yeah, it's a, it's just, I, I love Clank. What a, what a great game and Catacombs really makes it so no one can plan out a course. No one can get to like, well, I'm always going to go this way. I'm going to draw these boot, you know, take my boot cards. So I know, you know, cause you can, you can kind of get the paths are always the same and this always changes. So, and, oh my gosh, one of the, so there was one part where it's like, okay, I need to get out. So I had a plan of where okay. I was sitting. I'm like, yeah. okay, I will move up, up one, put a new tile there, and then I can go over to the next tile and I'll be in the safe zone. Well, while I was on that tile before my turn, someone else pulled a card or a card came to the market row. And when it was like an arrival card, so it said all all square tiles with the player on them 
rotate them 180 degrees. And so um, it put me on the opposite side away from where I needed to go. Now I had to move like a two steps on that tile to get back to where I was. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> oh, and there are some this and we noticed, too, you could get trapped because there are some paths that you, you come in on the edge and all it does was turn and then exit back off the same edge. And at one point we noticed like a guy was kind of was like uh, the way the cards were spun that you could have end up in a, in a, basically in a loop that you can't move anywhere because of the way the tile could get changed. Okay. And then it's like, you're basically stuck until, until so, someone somehow gets a card to, to rotate those again. And I was like, dude, that would so suck. <laughs> ah. So I don't, I don't imagine that's something that would happen often, but we did see that it was possible last night. So, but yeah, it really, really changes the game, really adds a, a, a quite a good element of suspense and just, you know, you might be one step away from the, from the door and all of a sudden your tile gets flipped 180 and now you're several away and maybe not make it out. <laughs> so really cool, really cool game. Love Clank. So. How many versions are there now? So what, there's Catacombs, Space... The original like and then there's five. The, well there's those three base games and then there's a bunch of expansions and well, there's yeah. also clank acquisitions incorporated okay yep, yep which is a legacy game um and i have not tried that yet that one okay. i have it i just haven't got that one to the table and i i don't know if i will since it's a legacy game um Maybe when we're done with Gloomhaven, I can recommend this one to the group. Because <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of those. It's going to be yeah. one of those games that you've got to. It's going to you're going to keep building on it because it's a legacy game. So it's not. At least I'm pretty positive that it is one of those that when you go through and you complete something, you unlock more stuff and you carry that into the next game. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think it's a, a one and done like other Clank games. Right. So, but I do have it. I do. We'll get it played someday. So. Yeah. And I was going to say, well, maybe you could like, uh, you know, take a break from Gloomhaven and do it, but knowing how things go, if you take a break of Gloomhaven, you'll never go back probably. Yeah. It's tough to continue. Yeah. Once, once you stop. Like, I mean, like anything in life. Well, plus Gloomhaven, it's like, where did we, even when we had one week off when I was gone, I oh, was yeah. gone taking my daughter. When we got back this last Thursday. It's like, okay, where were we? What'd we do? But uh, the lady that, whose house we meet at, she's got an app that tracks everything. So she keeps everything. It's like, okay, this is what we've got unlocked. And we've unlocked a lot of different missions. Um. I think the next step was we we went into this I don't even know. I I I'd, I'd have to look it up to to see, but we went into some kind of built room building cave or something and there was like this fireball portal or something and we just like we're going to jump through it. 
<laughs> we have that option. I think that's where we decided we're going to jump through express it into the next, wherever it takes us. So, yeah, yeah. um, and people who have played probably know exactly what I'm talking about, but, um, we're still early on in the game, but, um, it's, uh, it's fun. It is fun. It's very, you want to talk about a unique board game, boy, that's it. And mm-hmm. man, it's like every time you go to a new scenario, it's like, pull this out, pull that out. They're constantly pulling boxes, pull out box 27 alpha, you know, and remove cards 17 to 35. And <laughs> these components, it's like, that's the box that doesn't stop giving. It's just like, there is so much stuff in that gigantic box. It's incredible. So it keeps evolving. Basically. It does continue to evolve. Yeah, that's the yeah. true legacy game right here, mm-hmm. Gloomhaven. So yeah, but but that okay. that's what I've played. Um, <laughs> the the only things I kind of wanted to talk about, of course, was don't buy into the award winning hype. I, I have already gone through that. So yeah, you know, just because they award a won an award doesn't mean you're going to like it. So my recommendation is find someone who has it. Find a uh, friendly local gaming store that might have the game available for you to play in the store. Um, I recommend trying these things out instead of just buying it because it's got an award or because I think, I think I bought it because we were taught, I bought this while we were talking about those awards. Right. Cause I think we were talking about all the games that were nominated. Yes. And mm-hmm. it was like, Oh, challengers was like on sale on Amazon. I was like, Oh, it's a award winner. Let me pick it up. You know, don't do it. Don't, don't pull a mark. Don't, Sad don't trombone. Like, no you know because you know like you were saying the there there's various reasons why games get awards sometimes i mean the awards i'm not gonna say kenner the spiel yars in particular because i mean that is like game of the year it's been around forever right but but there are other awards you know in board games and and other things where it's basically like a marketing thing right yeah you know it's like you know this organization has a history of you know providing reviews you know consumer reports better homes and gardens you know whatever it is it's like if if they thumbs up something it doesn't mean that it's good it doesn't mean that it's the best thing for you on the box yeah right it uh this won an award yeah, and then, you know, it's like your product gets that Better Homes and Gardens award. You can throw it on the box to build consumer confidence, and it doesn't, you know, what does it mean? Well, but it means Better Homes and Garden gets, you know, money for each box <laughs> that's sold with it and yeah. stuff. And, I mean, I don't know if other stuff is uh, along the same lines, but, uh, but yeah, it's it's – it's interesting. To, well, for me, these games that win these awards, they usually make me take a look at a game that I probably wouldn't have looked at. So I do like that aspect of it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it made me research a couple of games. Like, like that one that you played, I, I don't even remember what the name it was it was going up against uh, Dorf Romantic, the one with the numbers and the chevrons. Oh, just just one. Oh was no, that, wait, that wasn't just one. No, it wasn't. That yeah. was. Um, I know what you mean. Yeah, but you know, it's like that game. 
I mean, I never would have given it a, a second look normally. And then I see that it's, um, you know, it's nominated. Then I gave it a look and then I'm like, okay, I'm not going to give it a third look <laughs> or a second look or whatever. But that uh, was, that was uh, fun facts. Was fun that facts, game? Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, it's okay. Yeah. It's, I think just one is a more enjoyable game than fun mm-hmm. facts, but, and I think it are by the same company. Um, they certainly f- seem like it. Yeah. Um, uh, as just one, I, I really think they're by the same people. Uh, who made this game? Well, anyways, you guys, oh, Asthma Day. And then, what was, what did I say? Just one? Isn't this fun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listening to someone uh, do research. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I'm curious. I th- I thought they, they seem very similar. Um, where I think, I think they are by the same company. Um, oh no, this one's by repos production. Okay. So, but very similar type of game, but yeah, it's uh, got that like, uh, party game kind of aspect. Yeah. Fun facts. Repos. And that one against Next Station, London. Yeah, I remember thinking it was Dorf Romantic or Next Station. I would have been fine with either one of those, I think, winning. Although, probably Dorf, Dorf, probably Dorf is better. much better than yeah. Next Station London. So yeah, I mean, I haven't played Next Station London, but I played Next Station Tokyo. Oh, no, wait. Never mind. I played London. London, not Tokyo, because you just got right. Tokyo. Right, Tokyo just came out, right. Um, yeah. Yeah, I... I, I, I I do think overall Dorf is a better game. So, and I can see why that one won. Yeah. So fun facts. I wouldn't even have put that one in, in there. <laughs> like why that <laughs> yeah. one is in there. It seems kind of weird to me. It's, yeah. um, but I, I yeah, but eh, whatever it's, you know, I, I'm not knocking the spiel de jar. I, I, it's just, I was shocked that how little, Especially now that I know Planet Unknown was running against them, like how did that happen? I just yeah. But everyone's different. There, I'm sure there are people who absolutely love challengers. It's just um, yeah, yeah. I didn't, and that's okay. Yeah. There's lots of there's lots of other games to play. That's for sure. So, but um, the the last thing I want <laughs> um, deluxe component upgrades or deluxe upgrades mm-hmm. on your components. Man, I tell you what, now, like, I want, like, and it's, like, just the games that I really, really like, I want upgraded components on everything, man. The cardboard isn't cutting it anymore. (laughs) And uh, that's a bad thing, because, man, sometimes those can cost you more than the game itself. Oh, yeah. Do Do you tend to buy any of that type of stuff? sometimes so it it really depends on the game there's there's actually kickstarters that i've gotten that i actually opted out of the deluxe versions and i'm fine with having the regular because like you said at some point it 
it just gets to be prohibitively expensive. And, you know, how many metal coins can you have? Like if every game has metal coins, your shelf's going to fall over because it's so freaking heavy. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, what I did do is um, I bought one of those custom poker chip sets. Uh-huh. I don't know if you've ever seen this. So you can actually use poker chips. So part of part of the appeal of like money for example <laughs> there's a lot of appeal of money but uh in games is just the tactile feeling of it right you know a metal coin or you know like a big poker chip style piece you know like th- think of those things in splendor right you played splendor right so oh yeah yeah so Imagine how different that game would have been instead of those big poker chip style pieces. They were all cardboard. It wouldn't have, I don't think it would have the appeal because part of the appeal of that game is that tactile nature of, of those really nice um, components that they have in there and if you get uh, a poker chip set and there's various ones there's ones that are almost like geared towards board games but you can go in and you can replace the money in games with these poker chips and um, that's something that you can substitute for any game right it's like a a one a one fits all kind of thing but um but the the other rabbit hole that I don't know if I should tell you about is <laughs> getting a a 3D printer. You know, I was I was actually looking into that. Yeah. But I I decided not to. Yeah, so with 3D printing, you know, now you can well, I mean there's people doing inserts, but some of the upgraded components are they're pretty cool, but it is work. Right, it is time and work. You're printing stuff. Sometimes you have to buy the files and everything. Yeah. And um, you know, there there's something to be said from buying something off of Etsy or something that you can just throw into the box. But uh, what I usually do is I really weigh how much do I like the game, and you know, do I. Th- think it's really worth what you get at first i would buy everything like lux 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 and then just through time i kind of scaled it back and i think that's what a lot of people wind up doing like uh, you know there's like the new castles of burgundy special edition oh that thing's a thing of beauty <laughs> with all its custom components but there was, I don't remember, there was a game recently where I just i just opted out of spending twice as much to get, you know, coins and, and stuff. I looked at it, I'm like, well, the regular stuff's fine. Because look at the games now, man. They, they're like 40, 50, 60 plus. Yeah. And then it bumps it to over a hundred. 
You're like, I don't care what you say. I'm getting my deluxe Buying opponents. <laughs> Take my money. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a, it's a disease. It's a sickness. No. So I'm actually sitting here right now on, I just, earlier, before we started, I was looking for, because one of the things with Orleans was the guy that brought this game a couple weeks ago, he had these really nice bags. They were like a very soft bags and all the bags were colored to to your to your your character right or Mm -hmm. your 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 color the one i got all the bags are black um and it's the string that's colored okay um and it's just like they're not as nice as the ones he had so i was trying to find them and i was like i saw a reddit post that said oh you can get them from bgg store so i i went there and before i could even get there I, i saw this that they sell promos so I'm looking through the promo. Oh right now. no! Add to cart. Add to cart. Add to cart. <laughs> I've been down that road. So this is something new. <laughs> five bu- five bucks at a time. Yep. Yep. Here's two for Flamecraft. Yeah. <laughs> it's only five bucks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, so then yeah, I'll have that, to go see if I can find the um, the actual <laughs> bags that I came here looking for. So yeah, maybe he had the deluxe version. Um, uh, could be, or maybe he just replaced the bags yeah. himself too. I don't know, but or another general purpose thing that you can do too, you know, along the lines of the poker chips is um, just go to eBay. And you can get uh, look for the Crown Royal bags, you know, the yeah Canadian whiskey. You can usually get a couple bags for a couple bucks, and then just keep those, and you can use them for anything. Because the nice thing about them is that it's a big bag. Some of the games come with these tiny little bags, and it's really annoying. Yeah. So, um, so there's that. It's a little, I, I call that like a little upgrade of sorts. But yeah, no, I, I know the appeal. I definitely see the appeal of getting the deluxe stuff because it does improve the experience, especially especially if it's a game that you enjoy. If it's yeah. the, So I'll, I'll always caveat it with that. If it's a game that you enjoy, I think it's totally worth it. Yeah, Ab- absolutely worth it to get the Lux components. Other yeah, games, yeah. What? No, I yeah, I was just yeah, definitely. If if it's something you truly enjoy and want to put to the put on the table, and I I'm sorry, but I think these deluxe components add something to the game. Oh, they do. Mm-hmm. They 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 just, I, they, and it's like I want to say it makes the game more fun. It doesn't, but it does. <laughs> I don't get it, oh, but it it's, does. It's a better tactile experience. Oh, and, dude, what was it? And it looks Splendor. Cooler. Yeah, you were talking about Splendor and the poker chips? Yeah. I, I did see, like, there was components to, like, you could buy deluxe components to to get, like, real gems. But I'm like, I love those poker chips. Yes. And in the sound, there's something about the way the they, my daughter was the kinda. same way. You just kind of like, yeah, clinking them together and, you know, 
I, I'm like, that's a deluxe component I do not want because all that goes away. Yeah. I love those poker chips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're they're awesome. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, and that's the benefit of getting like the, you know, the, the poker chip set where you get that with any game. You just substitute it out, right? You just don't use the ones that are in the box. You, when you bring out the game, you bring out your poker chips and just substitute, put them, you know, put them away separately when you're done, and uh, it's all good. Yeah. So, all right, hmm. all right. We uh, good to end here, yeah. I think. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Awesome show. A great discussion. I I love hearing about your deluxe component stuff. It, <laughs> it makes me smile because, dude, I was down that road. I was down that road as well, and uh, it's funny too that now you're doing the the promos. <laughs> I'm at ninety one dollars of promos right now. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah. But I'm done with the promos. Now I got to go find what I came here for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Drawstring bags. There we go. <laughs> oh, my That's goodness. Awesome. And you can get board game artwork over there as well. Oh, it's just. I don't, I, don't even... if I don't know if you've ever seen that. Maybe they have a planner no. known one. Oh, or, uh, that would Dice, look good here. Or Dice Throne. <laughs> there you go. I'll get it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dice. Yeah. There's. Oh, so I got to say this too. So if you like Dice Throne, if you're a huge fan like me, they got. I think it's October seventeenth. There's going to be a new Kickstarter for um, Dice Throne. It's going to be Marvel's X Men. So I'll be all over that sucker, and I'm going all in. I don't care what it costs. I'm. They better release like the whole battle chest type of thing with everything all in one. They better not do the onesie twosies. Yeah. I mean, they can do that, but they better give me the big box with everything in it. Cause that's what I've been, that's what I bought so far. Mm-hmm. So, but yep, you know it. Oh, and uh, just real quick. I think in like three weeks or so uh, is going to be uh, Essen. The spiel at Essen. So that's that huge, 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 mega huge convention in uh, Germany. Board game convention. Well, so, we'll have to. Uh... So it'll, it'll be interesting to see what stuff uh, comes out there because I haven't uh, had a chance to look yet. Maybe okay. uh, by next time I'll see what's releasing. And uh, yeah, that's hardcore. They have... You know, if you think Gen Con is is big, Essen is like it's uh much bigger. H- huger? Yeah. It's huger. It's bigly. Huge. <laughs> <laughs> All Let's right. See. Let me see how much uh Let's see what the Listen, what the attendance is. It's, it's like, I want to say over 200,000. Wow. Gen- uh, they had, um, oh, what was the oh. number this year? Wasn't it? S- 
72,000 or something like that. Yeah. So, okay. So 20, so it, uh, it went down. So in 2019, it was 209,000. And then it dropped. And last year, it's coming back up. Last year, it was 147,000. So, so yeah, it's... Gen it's, Con was only 70,000 this year. Yeah. So double that. <laughs> yeah. Double so, that was a slow year for Edson. And yes. this was a, they broke, a, they broke their attendance records this year at Gen Con with 70,000. Yeah. So Gen wow. Con is number two, the second largest. And uh, yeah. Dude, they better so, have a lot more buildings than just one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Gen Con. Can you imagine? I can't imagine that many people. Oh my gosh. You'd never get to the booth. Yeah, I remember um, listening to some people talk about it where you know how there's like that big retail hall? Yep. Right? It's basically like multiple ones of those. Wow. And they have everything, but it's not like Gen Con where Gen Con is, it's really 24 hours, right? Because the convention server never closes. And you can stay there all you want. People are sleeping in the hallways. <laughs> not not like bums or anything like that, but uh, just because they're wiped or whatever. And uh, well, and it costs six hundred dollars to get a hotel room. So. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of board games I can buy. I'd rather sleep on the floor too. <laughs> Dude, just think of how much you could get from. Um, oh, what's that place called? That custom meeple place. The one where you get the com- upgraded components. Meeple Source? Meeple Source, yes, that's it. Just think how much stuff you can get from Meeple Source. That's at least two games oh, worth. Oh, man. <laughs> two games worth. Dude, of that components. is like, that's like my favorite site. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh. But, but yeah, so at Essen, it does end when, you know, when the retail hall closes, it's like done. So everybody like disperses. Leaves. It's like, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, it, it's always exciting. And, uh, I always, the one thing that I used to love, and I, I know we're kind of <laughs> drifting on here when you said we would finish up this episode, but one thing that I say I'm really going to miss is fun again. Games was a store, um, like out West up towards you. I want to say they were out of Utah or something. But uh, Fun Again Games used to have what they called the Essen Mule Service. So every year, they had a team that would go over there and they would buy up a whole bunch of games, throw them on a couple pallets, and then uh-huh. bring it back to the store and then throw them up on their website as Essen Games. So these were games that were like really difficult to get here. It's, it's much easier to get games now because... Um, a lot of companies in the United States will like print games at the same time as the German companies. Uh, so there, there will be like a U.S. release. Um, and you know, we've got stuff now like Amazon.de. I don't know if you knew about that one, 
So if, if you want to get some games that aren't quite available in the United States, you can get them from Amazon.de and they show up in okay. just a couple of days. Oh, nice. Uh, you just got to be careful with, um, you know, just what version you get because it's really easy to get games that are just like German only. And now you have to worry about translating. But uh, yeah, that mule service was awesome. And I used to get stuff every year from them uh, when they came back. So going to miss that because uh, I think Fun Again is uh, totally shut down now. Let me look. Oh, that's a bummer. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of a nice thing to be able to go, good option to get get yeah. some games over here. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, our website has closed. They used to have, they're closing the shipping department down. They used to ship Kickstarters. Now they just have their retail stores. Oh, they're in Oregon. Eugene, Oregon, and Ashland. Okay. So they're one of the many board game stores that shut down their online presence. Like, I used to love boards and bits. That was my favorite. That was my go-to. Fun Again was another one. There was one more, but at least we still have cool stuff, Miniature Market, (laughs) and Amazon, I guess. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to stop babbling. We'll we'll talk about uh, Essen next time, probably. So I'm Rob. Thanks for listening, everybody. Catch you all next uh, in two weeks. I'm Mark. I will catch you at the table.